are now listening to Like a Local Podcast, the podcast that allows you to trip without falling into tourist traps. Think of your next destination, then having a local share of the best places to stay, eat, drink, and what to do. Time is money, and these ladies are saving you time and preventing you from looking like a tourist. Here are your hosts, Katie Hilton and Stephanie Gerard. Well, hello, 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 and welcome back or welcome to Like a Local Podcast, the podcast that allows you to trip without falling into tourist traps. We're your hosts, Stephanie Gerard and Katie Hilton. And this week we are headed to the wild, wild west. We are going to Jackson Hole, Wyoming. I was about to say Jackson Hole, Mississippi, but that's not a thing. Jackson Hole, <laughs> Wyoming. Yeah. When you say wild, wild west, I think of Will Smith and the movie Wild, Wild West. Have you ever seen it? No. Um, I have not, I've not even heard of it, but do you want, do you want to know what I think of? Yeah. Let me finish what, let me finish what I was. So the okay. beginning of that movie, there's like, there's this guy, I don't remember anything else about the movie except for this guy in the opening scene. He has this thing on his neck and there's like this Frisbee blade, like he's running was Frisbee blade and it like cuts his head off. Oh, nice. Cool. Yeah. Cool. 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 Um, what does it make like you think of? Sounds like a really great movie. It's can't wait to movie. can't wait to add that to my list of things to watch, um, which is getting very very long. But I think of the Young Thug song, <laughs> Out West. <laughs> have you ever heard of that? I have, because it was on our story today. Or yes, brother. Okay, okay. <laughs> but anyways, before we get into the interview, I have our fun fact to share. On Jackson Hole. So while the population of Jackson is only 10,553, of that very small number, many, many celebrities have houses there. Can you take a guess of of what celebrities have houses there? I'd like for Kanye to be my number one. Okay. Yes. Ding, ding, ding. That's correct. Um, I might've made this up, but did Jessica, Jessica Biel and Justin Timberlake live there? No, they live in Montana. Yeah, that's they live in Montana. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Gigi Hadid, does she have a house there? No, but she frequents there. Okay, so I think I'm out of my guesses. Okay, so ready? Kanye, you you didn't say Kim. You can't forget Kim. Well, they're getting divorced. They're divorced. Rude. Harrison Ford, Sandra Bullock, Brad Pitt, Pippa Middleton, Tiger Woods, Uma Thurman, Matthew McConaughey done i'm moving all right all right all right and sydney crosby often vacations there so yeah it's a very star-studded little town who would have thunk i only needed kanye and matthew mcconaughey really you're a big kanye fan um speaking of kanye um so halloween's kind of like right around the corner you know i love halloween been struggling with a costume just i don't know if we're doing the whole mario kart thing anymore Okay. I was thinking, what if I was Donda and I just dressed in all black and wore some Yeezys and was Donda? How are you going to see? What do you mean? Are, are you going to like, you're not going to have the, no, no, no. I would just like wear all black clothing. Um, you don't like it. Okay. Non to the next. Well, I don't know. Would people know what you were or care. would you have to like put a sign on? Like my name is Donda. I don't know. I haven't gotten that far into it. It's just a premature idea, but I'll scratch it. Doesn't, doesn't sound like you're. No, it could be, it could definitely be a thing. Um, it's just, that's what I'm here for to make you think about things that you hadn't thought of before. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, you're also here to tell us a little bit more about this week's guest. So let's hear it. 
Yes. So we are in Jackson today with the editor-in-chief of the Scout Guide Jackson Hole, Jill King. Jill has lived in Jackson off and on for nearly 30 years and just eight years ago moved back with her husband full-time. Not only does she own the Jackson Hole Scout Guide, she also just bought rights to Bozeman, Montana. So clearly she has a vested interest in the West and she is the local we can trust when it comes to not looking like a tourist. Listen along this week as we get into the best places to stay, dine, drink, and play during your next visit to Jackson, Wyoming. All right, everyone. We are here in Jackson Hole, Wyoming with local Jill King. Jill, thank you so much for coming on today. Before we get into the local lowdown of Jackson Hole, we'd love for you to introduce yourself and give the lowdown on who you are. Well, I'm Jill King. I've been the editor of the Scout Guide Jackson Hole for three years now, and I just bought the Scout Guide Bozeman Market. So I'm definitely invested in the West and just what it offers and just the Western lifestyle. So I've been in the Valley on and off for 30 years. My husband and I met and married there and I started out as a singer and then um, had a family. And so we've just kind of um, been invested in the community for a long time. Amazing. Yeah. Katie and I have always been such big fans of the scout guide. And from the start, when we first launched this podcast, we thought the editors of each edition would be such um, great guests. So we're excited to hear all about Jackson Hole. Yeah, thank you for having me. So tell us why someone should consider coming out there to visit. So, you know, my husband and I met and married 30 years ago. We started a family and then we moved. Uh, we just realized it. we needed a, a little bit more like educational opportunities and that kind of thing. So we moved to Texas, but we came back to Jackson Hole every Christmas and we bought a summer ranch in the middle part, central part of Wyoming. So we were in Wyoming a lot back and forth while the kids were growing up, but um, we moved back to Jackson Hole full-time like 11 years ago. So um, it's just been uh, a place that we, our family loves and we really love to ski. So we would come up and bring the girls skiing every year. So yeah, it's just nice. It's nice to be there full-time and it's nice to be connected in the community with the scout guide and getting to know the community as a local. We really love that. Um, but what, oh my gosh, I don't know where to start. It's so, we've got the national parks. We've got Grand Teton National Park. We've got Yellowstone National Park. Do you have a preference on when you would recommend somebody to visit either winter or summer? Well, um, I know everybody thinks that the ski season is when everybody comes, but summer is when all the campers and RVs and families come. We have 4 million visitors this, this summer to the Valley. And we have a, I mean, we ha our town is, I don't know, maybe 15,000 people. So it's a lot, it's a lot. So it kind of depends on if you want to be in the hubbub in the summer and doing all the summer activities, whitewater rafting and horseback riding and the rodeo and camping and just more summer fly fishing outdoor activities. Or in the winter, you know, you have just as many outdoor activities like world-class skiing, snowmobiling, cross-country skiing, snowshoeing, um, you know, sleigh rides. I mean, it's so it's kind of your preference. Um, if you were kind of a older couple or a couple without children, or you want to come when it's, um, 
when there aren't so many people in the summer, I would suggest coming in the fall and all the whole month of September is fall arts festival in our town and it it just comes alive with art and art activities and just um, it's just really vibrant art community as you can imagine Western art contemporary art. Um, it's not just Western art that that's there. And we have a national um, wildlife museum, which is amazing, and um, which helps put Jackson Hole on the grid too, since it's a national uh, museum. Right, it's very peaceful. Yeah. All right, well, let's get into the first segment, which is where to stay. So could you give us a lay of the land, you know, if, if there's like little pockets of communities and like which kind of areas to stay in for people coming in? Right. So um, summer or winter, there's there's two areas. The, the Jackson Hole Mountain Resort, which is about 25 minutes outside of Jackson Hole, um, it's still a lot of really great places to stay and eat out there in the summer or the winter is like a black diamond you know world-class skiing and we have a local resort called snow king resort and that yeah it's it's still hard skiing but it's just more of a local mountain and then the, the other destination is downtown jackson hole and there's you know three or four four-star, five-star hotels in the valley, as well as like, you know, just regular hotels downtown. So you kind of want to pick between those two destinations. Downtown, you can walk to everything and restaurants and that kind of thing. And then if you're staying at the Jackson Hole Mountain Resort, you have to kind of take some kind of transportation in to, you know, town to do things like that. But both are, have their advantages. Um, you know, the, when you stay at the mountain resort, it's kind of secluded and you've got the four, four seasons and just a lot of high-end hotels there as well. And, um, you could actually just make it, would never have to come into Jackson hole because there's plenty to do there. We also, uh, what's actually really big is just to, you know, rent a high-end luxury home in the Valley. Um, and I have a, a member this year abode luxury rentals and so that kind of keeps you out of the hubbub too and you know gives you a beautiful home to stay in that feels very homey and but you know luxurious and you're not kind of in the mainstream tourism yeah I feel like when I was like doing some research uh, of all the blogs that I kept seeing it was girls renting out um, or women renting out like cabins with their friends. Um, mm -hmm. I feel like that was super popular. So, yeah, I don't feel like you miss anything because you can still access everything, but yeah, that people come to be in nature there and they come to be in the outdoor doors and that's what they, I don't necessarily think they're looking for something kind of over the top nightlife and all that, because it's just not what the Jackson hole scene is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So would you say that when people come to visit and they're, you know, they're staying a week or, or so on vacation, are they, are they going to the grocery store and they're cooking at home and then, you know, they're having nice meals like occasionally? Yeah, I do think it's a mix of that. I think that's kind of, you know, when you're, when you're out all day at the park or hiking or, you know, it's, it's actually 
going to dinner is tricky, you know? So I feel like people would do both. Um, I mean, if you're in the park all day in Yellowstone and, you know, or whitewater rafting or on a horseback trip and things, you're kind of drawn to, you know, not getting, going to one of the restaurants and that kind of thing in the evening. It's tricky and it's busy. It's a very busy little town. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of restaurants, that's a great segue into our next segment, our favorite segment, uh, where to eat. So Jill, what are your top three restaurants in town? So I would have to say the Blue Lion. Um, it's it's kind of the, a traditional stalwart uh, restaurant in town that, and they're, I mean, they feature lamb. That's their rack of lamb is like amazing. And it's in a cute little quaint um, building that, you know, you feel very, it's just got a, a great sweet spot. And then you know, we, are, we are a restaurant destination spot in town and we have anything from Asian, which would be like the noodle kitchen or a great burger from Sidewinders or Liberty Burger. And Mary Piglis has like the best margarita in town. So we'll definitely grab that. <laughs> I did read some burger place kept popping up. It begins with an M. Hold on. Uh, the mangy moose. Yes. Yes. Uh, that kept popping up. My daughter's like, it's the mangy moose. <laughs> yeah, and that, that is, lo- that has been in the Valley for, I, I want to say 35 is a great opera ski spot. It's out of the Jackson hole mountain resort. And it's definitely someplace you'll want to pop in for a beer and a burger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Is there a big seafood scene? <laughs> there is a lot of uh, places that have, I mean, they fly in fish and like I said, the noodle kitchen, that's like Asian, you know, sushi, whatever. And, you know, of course, um, elk and those kind of, you know, like Buffalo burger and that type thing a lot are a big draw in town. <laughs> when people come in, they, they really want to try those things. So as far as fish and, you know, a beautiful, menu like that that there's plenty to be had around town they fly things in every day and we have a really vibrant restaurant community mm-hmm. wait let's go back to the elk have you ever tried elk and what does it taste like so my husband is an elk hunter and so we used to have an outfitting business early on so we always end up with some elk sometime during the year um either if he's not hunting um you know, people will give it to us. So yeah, it's very lean It's a lean meat and, um, you know, it's really good for you and it, it's not quite as gamey as you would think. And a lot of people will mix it with hamburger and it, it tastes pretty normal, but, um, you know, certainly adds to the, the taste, you know, for the, a Western flair of what people are looking for their trout and elk. So what about for brunch? Where are we going to get a really good brunch or what's a good breakfast spot? So I, I guess probably the back, the best brunch spot that I would, yeah, would probably be Persephone. It's the cutest little coffee shop in town. And, um, it, it definitely has kind of a French appeal. You know, they have a beautiful bakery, everything freshly made, and then they just have a beautiful menu. So, and they have several locations in town. So that's probably the hottest spot in Jackson right now. What do you order there? 
So I guess I'm pretty basic. I love the souffle, the egg souffle there, but they have a lot of really yummy things that are, you know, terrific for men and women. It's not just a girly spot. So yeah, it's a great spot. So moving on to our next segment, which is where to drink. So if we are, you know, we've, we've spent the whole day on a mountain hiking or snowing, laying out in the sun, whatever, where are we going to go to get some good libations? So one spot that I think everybody would probably have to go is the cowboy bar. It's right on the square. It's very famous. And, um, they have saddles for, you know, the seats at the bar. So everybody's really crazy about doing that. So that's kind of a tour tourist area. Um, so what takes in our Valley is also across the mountain in Idaho is Driggs and Victor, Idaho, and, um, which Jackson Hole's really growing in a lot of different areas now. And I have a distillery over there called Grand Teton Distillery that you'll definitely want to try there. Their um, batch vodka, whiskey, and they're phenomenal. So they're not a bar, but you'll definitely want to get some taste there. So would you make that like kind of a day thing? Yeah, it would be kind of. Yeah, something. And it's not really that far away. It's maybe 22 minutes away across the mountain. It's not, it's not, it's basically still in the area. But um, so you definitely want to catch Grand Teton Distillery. You want to catch the Cowboy Bar. And then up on top of at Jackson Hole Mountain Resort, you can take the ski lift up and the gondola up and you can have drinks and look look over the whole valley. So I would suggest doing that for sure. That is definitely somewhere that you don't want to miss, but it's chilly up there. So you, you want to take a sweater. <laughs> is it chilly in the summer? It really is like it gets hot during the day, but in the evening it's mountain, it's mountain weather that, you know, you need a, you definitely need a jacket. Okay. Good to know. And then what about public transportation? Do you recommend renting a car for your stay or can we get to that distillery through Uber, bus, Lyft? Mm-hmm. Um, so taxis are really big in the Valley and we do have public uh, transportation that will take you over the mountain and also around the Valley. And it's very, it's called the start bus and it's very easy to use. Um, if you're going to the parks and that kind of thing, you're going to need a car or they do have, you know, um, wildlife safaris that you could go for the day with them. So you don't have to have a car, but Wyoming is pretty spread out and, you know, it's not like one little spot. So if you're really going to get travel and see the parks and everything, you're probably going to need a car. Um, and a lot of people find either Salt Lake or, um, Idaho Falls, which is, you know, maybe Salt Lake's like, four and a half hours away and Idaho Falls like two hours away. We'll rent a car and drive over. So Jackson Hole is a little expensive sometimes to fly into and rent a car. So yeah, we looked at going out there several times and we've looked specifically just flying into Jackson and it is just, it's wild how expensive it is to, to, to fly in. So that's really good tip to fly in to Salt Lake or Idaho Falls. Is that what you said? Okay. And that's a, it's gotta be a beautiful drive to go in. Absolutely. No. And it really, it, 
it um, it's you know you just have to plan your trip accordingly. It's not really that big of a deal. So, but we are seeing a lot of people do that. So hot tip. (laughs) And before we move from eating and drinking, are there any of these places that you recommend getting a a reservation? You have to have a reservation for everything. I mean, it just, it's just so busy now. And our, we, I mean, we are saturated with, you know, tourists and which I love. I love that our town grows, you know, in the summer and then goes back to kind of a more of a small town. But with that in mind, you, you definitely have to, I mean, way before you book your hotel, I would (laughs) book your, your restaurants. So good to know. Very good to know. All right. Well, now that we're full from all the food and a little tipsy, let's talk about things to do. So Jill, what are some activities or sites you recommend someone to see while they're in town? So I guess my favorite thing really, um, is fall arts festival where, um, you just get a really great mix of what our town offers. We have so many art galleries. We have the wildlife museum, the national wildlife museum. We have Western design conference going on during that month of September. And, um, just a lot of artists are in town and a lot of activities through the chamber called like quick draw. And they're just highlighting the artists all over town. And it's just really a great time to come. That would be my suggestion because you can still see the parks then, you know, the, the parks are, they closed down like November one for driving traffic so after that time, you have to really go on a snowmobile trip or some, some way, a snow coach or whatever through the park after that. So September would be a great, it's a great fly fishing month. Um, and all the act, summer activities are still kind of in motion. So, and um, I don't know, our town just has offers so much. You're, you're talking horseback riding, the rodeo, um, fly fishing, um, hiking. There's so many hiking trails around. One of our favorite family hikes is called Ski Lake, and you can bring your dog on that hike, and you can gain quite a bit of altitude elevation with that. So that's a nice, really nice, and it's a beautiful spot where you end up a nice little lake. So I, I feel like there's just, you know, you got to be ready to be doing a lot of outdoor activities when you come or, or wanting to stretch yourself a little bit because there's just so much to do. When does it start snowing? Well, and you said that it means September. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, we've had a dusting. It didn't stick, but we've already had it. So it, it's generally by October, we're getting some snow cut flurries coming in yeah and on the peak so you can look it gets basically everybody talks about having two seasons in Jackson Hole summer and winter and there's not a lot of spring and not a lot of fall so I love snow I don't know if I'd want to have it that that early (laughs) and it goes into late spring too I'm sure I don't know if I'd I'm sure it'd be something definitely to get used to but It definitely is. It's really tricky because I do all my photo shoots for my magazine in May and early June. And we're having, we're having to really battle the, 
sleet and snow and just the, the weather. It's, it's, it's really not a springtime that you would get like in the West or something. So it's a little tricky, but still worth it because, you know, we need a lot of that snow and the groundwater and everything for, you know, the rivers and the whitewater rafting and the fly fishing. And so it's, it really lends itself to what our community is about. So I imagine it's pretty important for the wildlife as well. Yeah. Yeah. So it's necessary. Yeah, definitely. So I think if you didn't have anything else, we can move into rapid fire. It's rapid fire round. Okay, so what is the most Instagrammable spot? And I do realize that probably the entire city is just gorgeous. So you don't really have to go somewhere in particular. Yeah, well, it's definitely the Antler Arches, which are on the four corners of the town square. And it is the hottest Instagram spot in town for sure. What is your favorite pizza spot? And that would have to be um, Pinky G's Pizza. Or Keddies. Okay. And then your favorite event would be the Arts Festival in September. Yep. The Fall Arts Festival would probably be probably our whole town's favorite time. Okay. What's your go-to coffee shop? So I always grab a skinny latte from Coco Love, which is near the Wirt Hotel. And it's, um, it's a European uh, coffee spot with the chocolatier. And it really is the best coffee in town. So. Can't go wrong with coffee and chocolate. Nope. Best spot to grab wine and cheese. So um, wine and cheese, there's a great wine shop near uh, Noodle Kitchen. So if you were just going to go out in nature and grab some cheese and wine you'd want to grab it there um but bin 22 is probably it's inside of a liquor store and it has tapas and it's really a fun spot to grab a glass of wine of course they make homemade mozzarella cheese and it's just really lovely so I'd probably live there I'd probably that's where I would spend all my time and Stephanie too yeah and money my money would be there too okay is it better to visit in summer or winter? Um, so if you're a true outdoorsman, you're going to want to come in the winter and for the world-class skiing, black diamond skiing. Um, and if you're not that ardent of a outdoorsman, summer offers you just a wider scope of things to do. So I don't have a favorite time, I guess, because I love to ski as well, but summer probably has more family activities mm-hmm. you be well you know and there's a lot of dude ranches in the valley and just a lot of family oriented activities like the rodeo and hiking and just things that you can do as a family camping um so it's just kind of depends on if you know what you're looking for yeah. wait time out do you go down the black diamond not well that's so impressive though um I can get down it yeah oh wow Um, it's uh it's hard it's hard skiing it's a it's a difficult mountain and that draws a lot of people in because of that you know Mm -hmm. yeah backcountry skiing is really big and um 
it's 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 a hard place to ski it's not it's it's not easy yeah jill i'm impressed i'm very impressed yes so I, so I have a question. I didn't grow up skiing, but my husband did. And so we went to Colorado a couple of years ago and I was terrified because it was pretty much the first time. I mean, I'd gone a couple of times in North Carolina, but it was basically the first time that I've been skiing. And so he said, you better get used to this because we are going to have ski trips with our family every single year. So my question is, if I do have a family and I'm going out there, is it a good idea to have kids learn there and the, or should, should we start with baby steps and like the, on the East coast where we are? <laughs> um, no, the, both of the resorts are really catered to ski school and, um, committed to teaching your, you know, every, all ages to ski well. And, um, both of the mountains have expanded that, that kind of green blue programs, because it does have a reputation for being like just a bro skier community. So they've really worked on, you know, making it more family friend friendly. So I feel like it would stretch you a lot more to ski there and you'd probably maybe improve a little bit quicker. Yeah, they'll be better. They'll be better skiers than their friends. (laughs) What is your favorite hiking trail? Um, so, um, our fa- our family one is ski lake and that's where my son-in-law proposed to my daughter. So it's just really a, a great hike. Yeah. And we love, we have, we have labs, so it's a great place, you know, cause in the park, you can't really bring your dogs hiking and ski lake is more of a local hike. There's a lot of lo- a lot of hikes just 10 minutes away from Jackson Hole that you can just get right on hiking right away, but you can't bring your dogs and pets, but the park, you cannot bring pets there. What is your favorite local business? So it could be a boutique or a books, bookstore, art gallery, and it can be more than one. Yeah. So it's probably pretty hard to pick that. There's um, uh, a lot of retail shops downtown where, um, you know, hideout leathers, Tara on, Tara, which is a women's boutique. Um, we have um, Bella Cosa, which has like seven or eight locations around town. That is anywhere from jewelry, high-end jewelry to home goods. We have a local jewelry maker called Jackson Hole Jewelry Company that does a lot of the Teton necklaces and rings. And um, there's also like a, a beautiful pearl shop called Pearls by Sherry. Um, we have just a lot of really good boutique shopping around town and unique spots and not necessarily franchises. So, um, that to me is really local and, um, where you're going to get things that you're not getting other places. So yeah, it's a really fun shopping community that way. Save your money so you can get one of a kind pieces. So when you come home and your friends come over and you say, where did you get that? You know that they're not going to go copy you. They're not going to go buy the same thing. (laughs) And it's a keepsake too that um, from your trip, a little Teton ring or necklace. um, I feel like it's something that you can keep the Tetons with you 
all year round, but uh, we have a lot of really great boutique shopping in town. Save your money and go shopping too. Make a day of that too. Um, okay. And last but not least, what is the number one tourist trap where you would just say, stay clear from? Um, I don't really feel like we have one. I wouldn't, I don't feel like there is one because Jackson Hole has just got so many, it offers so much that I can't see you running into that roadblock anywhere, really. Um that makes things the only, thing, the only thing I would note is that it is busy in the summer and you definitely want to plan your trip ahead of time. Mm-hmm. So don't feel like you're just going to blow in and it, it's just all going to happen. I mean, you need a hotel reservation a, a lot ahead of time, ahead of time, and you need restaurant. You need, you need to plan your trip thoroughly to have a really good trip, I feel like. But it could be customized to whatever you want to do, but you definitely have to do some planning to come to Jackson. What's the ideal stay number of nights, number of days? Well, I know a lot of people from the East coast, I think they're used to going places for the weekend. And, um, once you get out West, it's so hard to get there. I would definitely give yourself a week. Um, because by the time a week is really not long enough anyway, but I would definitely go between a weekend, the week, and the next weekend. Um, it's not a weekend destination spot. Going anywhere in the West is, is so hard to get to. And by the time you get there, and a lot of people have altitude sickness, and they need to get acclimated to um, the dry weather. And, um, and you just, you can't just pop in and out for a weekend. It's just not that kind of, there's so much to do. And then you're there and you're like, I, I gotta do everything. Yeah. Yeah. That makes so, sense. Um, yeah. It's somewhere where you want to spend some time. Mm-hmm. Good to know. Good to know. Start saving now, but okay. Before we wrap, what is your number one travel tip in general? It doesn't have to be Jackson hole oriented. Um, but what is your number one trip? Oh my gosh. What am I saying? Trip, trip, tip. Trip, trip, <laughs> tip. I've never said it like that travel tip in general to share with our listeners. I guess the one that I just gave, it would be just to make sure that you really do your research and, and look into everything that Jackson hole offers. So, um, and really just stretch yourself a little bit because you're going to be doing some things that you don't normally do. And, um, we also have a, a business in my scout guide called house call hydration. And she is ready for like IV therapy, high altitude sickness, and those kind of things. A lot of people will actually schedule her like the day that they fly in to, you know, make sure that that they're not getting dehydrated and that kind of thing. And I would definitely, um, wouldn't overlook that because, you know, our town sits at about 6,500 feet. And if you're hiking, you're going up a lot higher than that. Um, so you're really encountering just a lot of, um, different kind of things that you wouldn't be normally running into. And you want to make sure that you're going to have a great trip there. So if you're thinking about getting married there or any kind of uh, engagement or whatever, you've just got to get, mm-hmm. you've got to get everything organized. So gotta get moving. Yeah. All right. And where can our listeners find you on social media? So you can find me at um, TSG Jackson Hole 
or TSG Bozeman, um, which will be my new market. And when we get that rolling, we can chat about both. Yes. That's what I was just going to say. Yeah. Wonderful. And out of curiosity, does the scout guide, do they have digital copies? Yes. Um, you can find that on the scout guide and you can go to each city and check out each of the guides, all of the guides, like you can go through all eight guides of mine. Okay. Um, online. So um, yeah, those are great places, resources to go back through those to find businesses and um, places that we've targeted that we feel like you shouldn't miss. So definitely yeah. that online. Yeah, we'll definitely link them in the show notes. Okay. Sounds good, girls. Wonderful. Well, Jill, thank you so much for coming on today. Uh, we can't wait to come visit you soon and release this episode. Okay. When are you coming? <laughs> We're going to have to start saving. Yeah, you know, we got we to gotta save no, some money me, uh, first. Yeah, yeah. Let me get a few more paychecks and then uh, we can start thinking about it. Yeah. Okay, good. And that is a wrap on Jackson Hole, Wyoming. If you enjoy Jackson Hole and want more of the Wild Wild West, let us know where and who we should interview next. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen to podcasts. If you found any value to this episode, which we hope you did, please share this episode with your friendly geek squad at Best Buy that's uh, working on your computer, um, your swimming instructor, or remind your dad. Remind your dad of how cool we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Um, But until then, thank you again for tuning in. Have a fantastic week week and sayonara. sayonara.